0: Welcome to the K9 PT Academy Podcast, business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you're at in this world, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the K9 PT Academy Podcast. Business Lessons for K nine Rehabilitation Therapists. So before we get to today's podcast episode, just wanted a few guys in on some stuff that it's going to be coming up. So the most exciting thing, uh, well, at least the exciting for me, I suppose, is the fact that um, we're going to be going on a family vacation between basically, well, it's a back-to-back trips, but it's between June 20th, basically in July 6th. Uh, The first part of that trip, uh, my wife and I and our daughter, we're gonna go to the United Kingdom, very fun trip planned, part of something that was supposed to have happened last year, but uh, the way COVID was at that point in time and us, you know, Susie at that point was just about like six, seven months old, we decided not to make that trip and and postpone to this year, but... We're actually going to be going to the United Kingdom to hang out with one of my business mentors, get to uh, attend one of his events, but most importantly, just get to actually spend some time with him in his town, with his team, get to meet his clinic, get to spend some time with, with his family and everything. And it's just going to be very exciting. Definitely going to be sharing some uh, behind the scenes, some things on our social media. So make sure you either friends with me on Facebook or uh, follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, because um, it's going to be very exciting, so we're going to be going actually to the north of United Kingdom, the the newcastle Hartlepool area, for the first few days or so, and then we're going to finish the trip down in London before flying back home to Chicago, uh, but then just a couple days later, uh, it's 4th of July weekend here in the united states which you know falling on a tuesday i feel just going to make it for like a four-day weekend for for a lot of folks and that's what's going to be for us too and coincidentally enough not only it is america's birthday but it's also my wife's birthday on july 4th so we we always like spending time with her family as much as possible during that period in time uh, it's always a fun time to 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 go and visit them kind of stuff so Some fun stuff planned and then while that's going on, don't worry, we are uh, having still podcast episodes coming out every Thursday and what's going to happen is starting next week, you guys are going to start getting another series of interviews that I have been recording with some of my uh, mentees, some of the folks who have gone through the Business Accelerator program, sharing some lessons from business and life from their perspective, just help hopefully help you guys see like what can be accomplished as canon rehab business owners over there that we don't have to fit into a certain mold that we've been told and we're able to achieve what we want and have the business be that vehicle that uh, allows us to do so and then my goal coming back from that trip is going to be um To record another Ask Me Anything episode. So that's an episode that I did earlier in the year, which went really well. Plan to do it again now. But for that to take place, I need your questions. So if you have any questions you've been dying to ask me, please go ahead and follow the form, the Google form link on the show notes. Send your question and then uh, we're gonna record that episode to come out in mid-July once I'm back from vacation and, and and we have gone through those recorded podcast um, interviews. Sounds good. So uh, that covers things. So let's get to today's podcast episodes. Um, you know, it's it's building your confidence and self-belief. And then it's just funny because I had been planning on talking about this before, but then don't know how many of you guys are Ted Lasso fans, right? And that the, the, the show as it is at least came to an end. And of course, a big Big part of that show is the, uh yellow sign that he puts, you know, up on the wall in the locker room that says believe, you know, which it was not the reason why I wanted to talk about this, but I just thought timing-wise was just very, very cool. That's a, a very good show in terms of, like, showing how important it is to work on ourselves actually i I really like how they showed that aspect of it kind of like the vulnerability of some of the characters kind of stuff it was kind of cool but anyways we have talked recently as well during some podcast episodes about things related to it like imposter syndrome and finding your emotion ocean and that kind of stuff um which what I've realized is that those are usually the main things that tend to hold us back as business owners. It's, it's, it's our mindset. It's our outlook on life. It's our outlook on the challenges that we faced and not necessarily our business skills. You know, we tend to think sometimes it is the business skills. It's like, oh, but I don't know anything about marketing. Oh, but I don't know how to hire. I don't know how to run a business. I don't know much about finances and stuff. And All of that stuff can be learned, you know, and then all those things you can outsource to people who know what they're doing and they kind of like help you. But the one thing that you can never outsource is working on your mindset. And that's the thing that I've noticed that it's going to hold us back most of the time. So, you know, it is important for us to always, always keep developing our clinical skills and become a better clinician. But it's going to be even more important for us to focus on developing ourselves along with that Because what I have found and I have shared this as well is that sometimes we tend to think that adding more clinical skills, adding more letters behind our names uh, uh, and that kind of stuff, it's gonna uh, be what makes us feel better about ourselves when in reality, that's not the truth. In reality, that's not what happens, okay? As I, I, I think I talked about this during the imposter syndrome episode, but if we don't work on ourselves and we just think that, oh, but if I just keep taking this extra course, this other program, add this certification to my name and this and that, then I'm going to feel better. But in reality, it, it actually tends to make things worse because if you didn't work on yourself during that time, then you're basically inc- putting an even wider gap between your skills, where, where your skills are and where your, your brain thinks you're at which in the long run, hopefully you can see how that's going to be a recipe for disaster, okay? And that's the reason why I wanted to talk about self-belief and confidence today and not because I watched Ted Lasso recently. <laughs> but let me start by just sharing a little bit of my experience with it, my background with it, so you guys can understand like where I'm coming from, okay? Because growing up, I was the very shy kid. I was the kid who who everyone would tell, like, oh, you just need to be more confident, okay? So I grew up in Brazil, and before I moved to the United States to go to college, I actually played soccer at a very high competitive level, basically since I was, like, 10, 11 years old, okay? Played for, like, very well-known youth academies through the ranks, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and, 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 and that was my goal in life. I actually wanted to be a professional soccer player, that's what I wanted it to do, but like I said, one of the things looking back that that really held me back was my own self belief, my own confidence in myself. And the funny thing is that I I, I have vivid memories of multiple people, uh, uh, coaches, parents, uh, friends, like people that wanted it, you know, to help me, but you know they would say things like, "Oh, you just got to be more confident." You just got to be more confident in yourself, this and that. And I just remember like thinking like, yeah, but how do I do that? You know, because I was always a very hard worker. And I remember, for example, when, you know, so I was a goalkeeper. And I remember when I was about 15 years old or so, one of the coaches told me I really had to get better about handling the ball with my feet, you know. And then I just worked hard on that and I got better at it. You know, because that was a skill. That was something that okay, I know what I have to do, and I know let me do this drill exercise, let me do that, let me stay a little bit longer after practice and do this. Like I knew what to do. But I like but finding the confidence, find the belief in myself, I was told I had to do it, but there was no guidance. At least, you know, going back, guys, this was like twenty five years ago almost, right? So it's very different than it was today. And it's just very interesting just just earlier today, I was reading an article about this uh, professional soccer player in Brazil who is really standing out and is probably going to get sold this summer to uh, a club in Europe, probably. and He's only 18, 19 years old and how he's, he has his own like mental coach that helps him go through drills that he does on his own every day and he does before every game and everything to get his mindset in the right space. And I'm like, this is freaking awesome, like that, you know, now in sports, and we we see that in other sports and stuff, of course, especially at the the highest level possible, that's really a thing where if you go back 25 years ago, right, it it was very, very, very different. So that's where my struggles have always come, like back when I was like a teenager, and then through my adult years, it was that lack of confidence that left that lack of self-belief. Right, which then I have shared this probably in the podcast, but in different trainings and stuff, it it, it really came to a halt. Like a lot of this lack of confidence and belief, it, it really hit its lowest point when I was a canine rehab therapist working for a veterinary clinic. And I had been there already for like a year, year and a half. And this was, you know, back in like 2016, going into early 2017. And it was just not a very um, uh, healthy place to be at, from from you know a, a mental health perspective. It was not a very supportive clinic to be at, and in terms of the support that they gave to their employees, and then also just the the, the atmosphere along with some, not all, but some of the employees over there, that it just coupled with already my own lack of self confidence really, really put me in a really tough position where because of many other factors, but including the fact that I was severely underpaid and, and undervalued with the skill set and the role that I had, that's that was one of the main catalysts, if not the main catalyst, for me to leave and start the K9 PT back in the fall of twenty seventeen. But then I knew starting the K9 PT that, okay, now I am on my own. And I have no one else to fall back upon. And I need to figure myself out first. Like I had the awareness, luckily, to realize that I need to figure out myself first. And that's what I really, really started diving really deep, starting at some point around the summer of 2017 and really through the following like six to 12 months really dove deep into it. And it's still something I continuously do, but that was a time I really dove deep into it. Just reading books, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, and, you know, uh, uh, following people in the field. Brendan Burchard was one that uh, helped me a lot with his content kind of stuff in terms of me understanding more about myself and about what I can do and what I, about what I can accomplish. And, and another challenge that I had during that, that point in time is that I had gone out and opened my own at that point mobile business and I, I, I didn't have a role model in a sense of like a proof of concept of someone in our field that had achieved what I wanted it to achieve. Someone who had grown, uh, 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 which I wanted at that point in time, was not even to have a clinic with multiple staff and stuff like I wanted it today. All I wanted it was for me to have a business that would allow me to be a canine rehab therapist, while at the same time not having to sacrifice like my relationships in my personal life, and not have to sacrifice financially as well, meaning me being able to, at the very least, make the same amount of money that I've been able to make as a physical therapist, you know, working like a regular human PT kind of job. That that was my goal. But I didn't have someone that I could look into and be like, yes, this person has that. This person has exactly what I want. And that was a little bit hard to, because that also played along with like that self-belief that, that can this thing that i want truly be accomplished right and that's kind of like what i try to show and that and that's the goal of why doing some of these podcast interviews that we have coming up is to show to you guys that yes yes this this can be accomplished there are many ways to run a canine rehab business and, we, and we're all running different businesses And that's the cool thing about this podcast, interviews from both earlier in this year in February. If you haven't heard, if you haven't listened to them, go back and listen to them. And the ones that are going to be coming up over the next few weeks is to show to you guys the different ways that that we can be very successful. Okay, But like I said, I had to really work on myself during that crucial period of time. And then it continue on afterwards, right? So that's the thing about working on yourself, especially when it comes to like your self-belief, confidence, self-esteem, and so forth. It's, it's not that there isn't a finish line to it, right? There's always going to be challenges in life. They're going to sometimes make you question things a little bit more, question yourself a little bit more. And you're always going to have to kind of like working yourself through it. But that was a crucial period of time, you know, late 2017 into 2018 that I really, really had to dive into it. And then during that time and the, the, the years that came following, that's when I've started to really be able to look into it with a whole different perspective, with a whole different set of eyes. And, and I really wish, I really wish I could go back in time and tell 13, 14-year-old Francisco, Like, hey, this is how you do this, you know, and just to kind of like help him out, just to show him the pathway of like, yeah, this is how you do this, you know, And, and of course, like, I don't regret any decisions I made, anything that happened throughout my whole life, even that job I mentioned that really put me in a very bad mental health position because it, it, it all led into the pathway where I'm at today, and I couldn't be more grateful for where I'm at today, right? But I always wonder, like, if I have figured out this sooner, you know, how how different things could have been. You know, I feel like that's that's a natural kind of thing of, of if, any human being kind of like wondering those kind of things, right? But what I wanted to kind of like then share with you guys today, is the difference between self-belief and self-confidence because that was something that i really didn't learn how to distinguish until the last few years or so but once that clicked once i was like oh my god even though now i can see this as a simple concept i didn't before but now that i see as a simple concept i get it and it makes so much sense And it's so helpful to understand the difference. And that's why I wanted to share with you guys. Because self-belief, it is about the belief that you have in yourself. The belief that you're going to have in your ability to be okay not knowing everything, but knowing that you are resourceful enough to go find the answers. In your ability to understand your own limitations Either due to maybe experience, knowledge, or whatever it may be, but knowing that you're gonna be resourceful enough to be able to work through those limitations. It's about your ability to understand your strengths as well and how you can best leverage your strength to help other people. Right, that's what self-belief is about: is that belief that you are going to figure it out. That yes, things might be tough. Yes, I am going through a challenge. I am going through an uphill battle, whatever it is. But I am going to be okay at the end because I believe that I'm resourceful enough to be able to pull through it. That's self-belief. And as, it, as you can see, it is more or less a dichotomy. As you either believe it or, on that or you don't believe it on that. There's very, very little, if any, in between. Now let's talk about self-confidence on the other hand. So self-confidence is more of a continuum that you go through in life, in different points in life, even different days, different weeks, different months. It can really fluctuate depending on where you're at right now. You're going to go through ups and downs depending on what's going on with your life, both personally and professionally as well for us, especially like business owners who, as you guys know, the business owners, they're listening to this. We we, we wear our own business on our skin like this is our baby, right? We we, we become very emotional attached to that, to it, which can have its pros and cons. And one of the cons is the fact that then sometimes we just internally carry a lot of it into uh, like our own confidence. So as you can imagine, momentum is going to play a huge role into how confident we you with ourselves in a given period of time, right? Meaning if you got momentum going, if you are in a row, if you're getting good results with your clients, if you are uh, 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 doing well, Uh, uh, converting your clients to full packages and they're completing the packages and the clients are happy, the dogs are doing better. You look at your bank accounts and the money is coming in and you're feeling good. Like, of course, that's going to have a very positive impact on your momentum, which is going to have a positive impact on your confidence, on your body language, on the way you talk to people and your, your general outlook in life at that point in time right? Hopefully we can recognize that. And hopefully we can also recognize the opposite, where if things are not going our way for whatever reason, and our momentum is running low, then it's going to have a negative impact on those same things, a negative impact on our body language, a negative impact on our uh, communication with folks, a negative impact on our outlook in life. Right? And that's, That's where the self-confidence is so different than self-belief, right? So then the question becomes, can you have self-confidence without self-belief? Can you have self-confidence without self-belief? And the answer is that no, you can't. No, you can't. Not in a healthy way. So let me explain what I mean right? Self-belief is very, very important because you cannot have true confidence without belief. You need to first and foremost believe in yourself. You need to first and foremost believe that you are going to make it through. You are going to push through whatever challenges get thrown at you and you're going to come out on top on the other side. You got to believe on that first, And then only after you understand that, then you can kind of like look into the self-confidence. Okay? Now, can you have belief but still like confidence at a certain point in time? Yes, you can. Right? Because like I said, that's when you believe you're going to come out on top. You're like, yes, everything's going to be okay. It's tough right now. But I'm not... But it's not necessarily easy because we're going through a tough time. And our confidence can be low during that time. And then you just got to work on pulling your confidence back up. But that's why it's so important to understand the difference between those two things. Because too often people think they lack belief when in reality they're just lacking confidence due to external circumstances around their lives, around their business, okay? And then going back to what I meant in terms of can you have self-confidence without self-belief, you know, and the fact that you can only do so, you can only have self-confidence with self-belief in a healthy way is the whole fake-it-to-you-making mentality, right? So, So that's what I meant by in a healthy way because people... And you, 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 you have seen this at one point in your life. I see this a lot. You know, we see this a lot online, of course, in the image that people portray of themselves in social media, especially not being who they really are sometimes, you know. And, and those are the people who actually don't have self-belief, but they want to portray to the world that they're confident on themselves. Now, do you think that that's healthy? Because it it can be done, right? You can portray to the world that you're confident on things, especially on social media, you're confident on where things are at with your life and this, with your business or whatever it is. But in reality, your self-belief is not there. But as you can imagine, that's not going to last long. The fake until you make mentality, which that's what it is, it is sooner or later come to the surface. And I have seen that happen over and over and over again. Okay. And, and, and even like a, a coach that I've worked in, in the past used to push this fake it so you make it mentality. And it's fascinating for me to even look back at that period in time and see how unhealthy that was for me. You know, how healthy it was to hear, for example, that we can't be the same person regardless of the circumstances, right? This is part of that fake it to you making mentality is this idea that me, Francisco, for example, I, I have my own personality, right? My own way of, of dealing with life, with, with friends, with family, with close people. But if I'm going to put myself out there to the world on social media, I have to be a different person. Or if I am going to a professional conference, that I have to be a different person. Or if a, if a client is coming through the door, I need to be a different person. Right? Sometimes we even learn that in, in, in school, in PT school, in veterinary school, that, oh, you have to carry yourself in a different kind of way than you do when you're seeing a client. Right. Of course, we got to be professional. I'm not saying that we're going to be unprofessional with our clients. But do you have to be a different person? No, you don't. You just have to be yourself and attract the clients who respect you for who you are. Right. And not fake to be someone who you're not. Not pretend for eight, nine hours a day that you're someone who you're not. Because as you can imagine, that is one of the reasons why so many uh uh, healthcare professionals sometimes have stress and anxiety and stuff because they feel like they have to be someone else at their workplace they have to be someone else when they are in front of clients okay so let's work on ourselves let's understand the difference between confidence and belief and most important Let's work on your self-belief first, really fine-tune that, really understand that yes, things might be hard, yes, things might be challenging, but it is going to be okay in the end. You're resourceful enough to figure it out, the solution, figure it out how to make it through, figure out who can help you, right? So remember also, you don't have to do this alone. Figure out who can help you with that, that's being resourceful. And then you're going to work on your confidence afterwards. But understanding that there's going to be a fluctuation with your confidence too, and that's okay. But as long as you're aware of it, then you're going to be in a position to be able to focus on the right solutions to the problem. Where if you're just faking it until you make it and you don't have the awareness, that's going to be a recipe for a disaster, right? So hopefully that makes sense. And once again, please, if you have any questions about this topic, about anything else, fill out the Google form. We'll record an episode once I'm back on vacation. And I hope that for the next month or so, you guys enjoy the series of podcast guest interviews that we have coming up. Stay tuned for updates about my trip. There's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to learn, I'm sure, and I'm going to share. Very excited to take a break and go across the pond. And and just, you know, just appreciate you guys. Just appreciate you guys listening to the podcast a whole lot. All right? Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapists. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at K9PTacademy.com. That's hello at K9PTacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k 9 to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheets, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes.